You're you're going to be vaccinated by then. Well, yeah, but that doesn't matter outside the U.S. But it's not like Pfizer is only available in the U.S. No, but it's in very limited supply overseas. Right, but you're you are mm-hmm. you are vaccinated. As I, long I as hear you it. have your card, why do you have to stay in your hotel room? Dance, monkey, dance. this week's episode of dance monkey dance i'm chris i'm john how you doing john i'm doing great i've returned (laughs) so as we're recording this it's easter sunday that's right not that it means that much to me i don't know how much it means to you but you know Did, (laughs) did you eat meat on friday i didn't oh on purpose on purpose okay I was jonesing for a fillet of fish. <laughs> Ew! Is that what you got? Yeah, from McDonald's. Well, yeah. Oh. Okay. Is that real fish though? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was like some weird hybrid thing that you know McDonald's created in a lab somewhere. Out of pig anus. Yeah, something. The leftover parts <laughs> from like the yoga mat from the McRib. <laughs> uh yeah no. No? Nope. Okay. Did you go to church this morning online? Uh, no. No? <laughs> church? What's church? Did you watch uh, Ten Commandments last night on, on ABC? I flipped by it, <laughs> and then I watched Ghost Nation for four hours on travel. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Okay. So so I also watched Falcon and Winter Snowman, and I watched <laughs> uh, Mighty Ducks, and I watched the Boba Fett cartoon. Are you are you really sticking with Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of cute. Okay. Sure. Sure, if you say so. You know, bunch of dorks playing hockey. <laughs> Old fat Emilio Estevez. Yeah, there you go. He's got he's he's got to be in what his sixties now. Is he that old? Well, maybe not in his sixties. Maybe in his late fifties. I mean, he's younger than Charlie, right? I believe so. I I don't know. I don't know how that works. Because I mean, oh, he's he's uh fifty three years older than me. Okay. Yep. I mean, it's not hard to look younger than Charlie Sheen with all the shit he's done. Yeah. Well. You know, ridden hard, put away wet. <laughs> and Charlie is the younger brother. Oh, we'll see. There you go. Charlie is the same age as me. Oh. And looks 10, so ten, ten years older than Emilio. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I did not watch Ten Commandments. Okay. I didn't watch the parting of the Red Sea and any of that. Okay. You didn't see the really bad visual effects of the burning bush or 
Uh, no. The 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 stick turning into snakes and all that kind of stuff. Nope. No. All right. Well. I honestly don't think I've ever seen the movie all the way through. It was a staple in my house growing up. Was it really? Yeah, it was one of those weird traditions that, like, every Easter my mother would turn it on. I I think she she um, she always had a crush on um, um, the, the bald guy. What's his name? The guy who played Yul the Pharaoh. Brenner? Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. Yeah. So whenever it was on, you know, she'd turn it on. So. I watched like 15 minutes of it and I was like, it was like 10 o'clock at night and it was like the first third of the movie. I was like, yeah, I'm not staying up for the rest of this. Hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. But, uh, I had an interesting week. I went and I got my, my COVID shot. You did. I did. Do you have any effects? No. I, I, my arm was sore for literally an hour. Okay. By the time I went to bed, it was fine. The only weird part was I felt like I had a cramp in my left, um, my left calf muscle. Okay. And I can't explain why I've like, I wasn't straining or like in a position where I'd get a cramp, but it was gone by mm-hmm. morning. So I'm assuming that that was like my one and only thing. Hmm. But okay. I, I got, I got to, I, it wasn't a drive through. I had to actually go in. Um, and my friend who had gotten the shot like the week before said, what time is your appointment? And I said, it was like three fifty or something. He was like, go at three. They don't care. You're in the system that they'll just process. Sure. So I, I got in line at three Oh six and I was done by three fifteen. And Great. I was like, holy shit. Okay. But then you have to go sit out on the, the patio for 15 minutes where right. somebody actually passed out. Really? Yeah. So I went and I sat down at, the, at to, with my nurse and she said, how are you? And I said, I'm like a kid on Christmas. I'm so excited for this. And she goes, really? <laughs> I said, yeah, like this is, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. Let's, let's do this. So the dude sitting at the nurse next to me, she said, you look really nervous. And he said, well, I don't really like needles. And so my, my nurse said, are you nervous? I said, no, I'm really excited. Let's stick me. Come on. I don't care what's in it. I don't care if it's dishwater. Just fucking stick me so, like, I feel better. And so that dude, the dude that said he was nervous, is the guy that passed out. Oh. So I don't know if it was a reaction. The One of the nurses outside said to somebody else that it happens to about one in every hundred people. Okay. So they, they have people passing out, like, all the time, depending on how many people are coming through. So... But I thought it was interesting that there was that one dude that was like, Ugh. and he probably just psyched himself out. Probably. I don't, I don't think it was a reaction. I don't think you can. Well, I mean, they make you sit out there for 15 minutes in case you have a reaction. So mm-hmm. obviously people get reactions quickly from it. Sure. But I don't <clears throat> know. it was fine. Yeah. Well, good. Glad. And then, um, I came home that day and, um, I went to a Publix and as I was walking through the parking lot, there was a crazy looking woman wearing a Trump shirt that mm. said Trump 2024, take it back. And I tried, I tried not to make eye contact with her. And as she passed me, she looked at me and she said, Merry Christmas, sir. <laughs> 
and <laughs> I didn't say anything back. I acted like I didn't hear her, like that, uh-huh. but I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" It was well, that's really because bizarre. you can't say "Happy Holidays." Happy Holidays is they're they're canceling Christmas, but it's not Christmas. Well, she's crazy. Why she's voting she... for Trump. I know, but like, it was really weird. Like, why would she talk to me? Like, why do why do the weird ones always come and find me? You know, I think next election we set up secret places for them to go cast their own ballots. <laughs> you know, we set up something on 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 the QAnon website or parlor or whatever, and it's like, hey, if you're voting for Trump, you need to go here. <laughs> it's the only place where your ballot is secure. Well, and like your your ballot, you have to like put it right into the furnace. Here you go. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I would like to say that that QAnon is battling the evil that is Matt Gates now, but apparently that's not what they're interested in. Of course not. It would only be if he was a Democrat would they be interested in the fact that he's you know a child trafficker. Uh, yeah. It's wonderful people that you have elected in Florida. Well, I was really hoping that it was his 18-year-old Cuban live-in son. <laughs> but, oh, that you know, be. I guess I'll take what I can get. <laughs> and it's isn't it isn't it great how quickly they turn on each other? Like Oh yeah. Look, I don't like Tucker Carlson. I think he is the biggest piece of shit on television right now. But Matt Gates trying to throw him under the bus. Mhm. And and Tucker Carlson like shooting back at him is probably the most fun thing I've seen on TV in a long time. <laughs> oh, such wonderful people those Republicans. Oh God. <laughs> I, I, and you know they're saying that if he's convicted, he'll be removed from his committee assignments. He should have been removed from Congress first day news came out. Yes. But no, 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 no. That's cancel culture. Well, of course. Oh, whatever. Such good people in the world, isn't there? No. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if that's like, you know how there's that that rumor that Lindsey Graham was handed a a man, uh what's it? Manila envelope from Trump mm-hmm. and then he became Trump's lappy like lackey. Yeah, I wonder, wonder if that. well, I wonder if Matt Gates got a similar thing. Oh, about you know the the money that he paid for sex with women of underage status in different states. I wonder if like Trump's got that kind of shit on him. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. that's what they're all about. Yep, they're turning on each other. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> But it being Easter and all, John. Yes. Um, I need your help with something. Uh oh. I'm going to read you a letter that I received. You're going to roll? Oh, you're not going to roll a boulder back? No. <laughs> okay. No. Pope John? No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read you a letter that I received, and I want you to help me craft a response to it because. Uh oh. You you are the most quick witted person I've ever met. Oh God. And okay. I really feel like that could come in very handy in this situation. So I received the letter in the mail. Um, there I had seen, I had seen on Facebook that these things were starting to go around. 
Okay. Um, but it was addressed to Christopher. So I don't know where they got my information. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to read this to you. It says, Dear Christopher, I am your neighbor in the area and just wanted to write to you and leave you with an encouraging message from the Bible. Many mm-hmm. people today are facing difficult times due to economic and health problems and even civil unrest in their homelands. Many may wonder many may wonder to wonder if we can enjoy life to the fullest again. Although mankind has made great advancement with solving problems in these areas, do you think they will ever be able to solve them on a worldwide scale or entirely? When Jesus walked the earth, his primary message was to tell his followers the good news about God's kingdom. In fact, he taught his followers to pray for that kingdom. See Bible verse Matthew 6, 9. Have you ever wondered what, what is God's kingdom? Is, is it something in our hearts? The Bible describes this kingdom as a government. See Daniel 2, 4, 4. According to this verse, God's kingdom will stand forever and will never, and will never brought to ruin unlike imperfect man's governments we see today. Palms 3711 promises the righteous will possess the earth and will find an abundance of peace. What a wonderful hope that lies ahead for mankind. If you would like to know more about God's kingdom, I invite you to visit the Christian website jw.org. Under the topic question, when will God's kingdom rule the earth? Or simply click on learn more. This website also allows you to read, listen to, or print pages of the Bible in over a hundred languages and find answers to questions like, why does God allow suffering? Or what hope is there for our dead loved ones? If you don't have access to the internet or would like to have some of your questions answered, you can write to me at the above address and I will will be happy to provide you biblical publications that you will enjoy reading. Your neighbor, Debbie. So you have Debbie's address. I do. And that's why I want to write a letter back to her. But I, I, I want to be kind of comical, but also be kind of a dick. Dearest Debbie, thank you so much for your letter. My Lord Satan and I are very interested in your teachings. Can you tell us more? For your letter. <laughs> My Lord Satan and I are very interested. What did you say? Very interested in your teachings? In, in, yes, in your teachings. Okay. Does your church have a dress code? I am used to running around the cemetery naked on a full moon and hope this would not be a turnoff to your congregation. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. Interesting mine, and I would love to be part of that. Wait, I can you, bring my own snake. Wait, you, you just cut out. 
Oh no. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, I didn't hear anything after you said, uh, hope this is not a turn off to you and your congregation. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, does your congregation do snake handling? As you can probably guess, I have a great affinity with serpents and can provide my own snake. Okay. <laughs> Do your services include? Oh wait, 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 wait. Okay, no. Mm. Do you? <laughs> Do your services include sacramental wine, or or is it BYOB? <laughs> Nothing like getting on a good buzz <laughs> to worship the Lord. Okay. <laughs> In conclusion, Debbie, I would love to share my faith with you as well. Okay. I would encourage you to check out the new video, Satan Shoes by Lil Nas X. <laughs> Encourage you to check out Satan Shoes. Satan Shoes. By Lil Nas X. Okay. The part where he slides down the stripper pole into hell and twerks with Satan is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, forever yours in despair, Topher. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Spell it Christ Ofer. <laughs> In despair. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. See, this is why I thought of you. Oh. Thank you very, uh, thank you so very much for your letter. My Lord Satan and I are very interested in your teachings. Does your church have a dress code? I am very, I'm used to running around the cemetery naked during the full moon and hope this is not a turn off to you and your congregation. Does your congregation do snake handling? As you can guess, I have an affinity for serpents and can provide my own snake. Does your service provide sacramental wine or is it BYOB? Nothing like getting a good buzz to worship the Lord. 
In conclusion, Debbie, I would like to share my faith with you as well. I would encourage you to check out the video Satan Chews by Little Nas X. The part where he slides down the stripper pole in the hell and twerks with Satan is my favorite. Yours forever in despair, Christ over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you remember. Um, do you remember me telling you of having to go over to the Jehovah's Witness church when I asked repeatedly for my wife to be taken off their list a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember talking about it, but I don't remember you going over there. Yeah. I had, I physically had to go over there and okay. ask twice. Like I went once and talked to somebody and they said it, she'll be taken off. And then like a week later we got another letter. So I went down there dressed all in black with like a Metallica t-shirt or something and mm-hmm. said, either take her off or I will come back again and I will sit and make a fool of myself in your, during your, your service. So this is the same church. Oh, okay. So I didn't want to go down there again. And this is what kind of the thing that I wanted to do. So we'll see how she reacts to this. Hmm. She shows up at my door. <laughs> with a huge crucifix. Yeah. Well, that's when you start speaking in tongues. <laughs> and you can and you can do the the whole thing from the exorcist. Your mother so you know, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. I will I will send this to poor Debbie and see uh see what kind of response I get. <laughs> How close does she live to you? Well, the the address on here is the church. Uh, oh, even better. Yes, this is going straight to the church. Even better. What's what's now? It, go ahead. If you really want to impress her, you should hand deliver it, wearing a pair <laughs> of Little Nas X's Satan shoes. And how much are those? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, they're only a thousand dollars a pair. Oh, well, there you go. And they're already sold out. I was going to say like, um, that when, when she signed it, it's, it's typed out your neighbor, Debbie, and then a little smiley face. Mm. So I will have to go find a little devil face to put next to Chris Christ over. <laughs> yes. But the, the little Nas X, Satan shoes are are made with real human blood and there's a little charm of a pentagram on each shoe. And is this Oh, interesting. Yes. No, I'm just looking at a picture of it. Oh. How is it made with blood? Uh I don't know. It it Somehow, you know, it's probably like that comic book. Do you ever see the comic book where that was printed with the blood of Kiss? Yes, and it's like a collector's item. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's something like that. Oh, okay. They, he says that they supposedly contain a drop of his blood of human of human blood. Oh. I like the little tag at the top of the, of the tongue of the shoe with the upside down cross on it. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a nice touch. 
And the fact that it says Luke ten eighteen. It doesn't. Doesn't it? I don't. Not in the picture that I'm looking at, but it's on the. Uh, On the the instep, I would say. Oh, oh, okay. Do you see it? No, um, there's so many like weird pictures of the shoe. Oh, okay. There it is. I got gotcha. you. That's a very nice picture. A little Nas X with the black fingernail polish and the the contact lenses in the eye. Yes. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fell from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is just, this is just the Bible passage in every version of the Bible. The new international version, the King James version, the new, (laughs) James Version, the American Standard Vision, the 1890 Derby Bible, the Holman Christian Standard Bible. <laughs> yeah, interesting. What's the thing on the back, the 6 slash 666? I mean, I know what 666 is, but why is there a 6 slash in front of it? Is it like uh, 6 divided by, or 6, 666 divided by 6? I'm wondering if, if, Inst- I I don't see that picture, but is it the thing that you use to pull the heel up over your? No, it's it's printed on the side of the shoe. Oh, oh, now the, I see it. Towards the back, behind the Nike symbol. I, I, I wonder if it's supposed to be like the the uh, the edition number. Oh, it's okay. Six of six six six. So they're making six hundred and sixty six of them. I don't know. Okay, that's fucked up. Wow, way to go, little Nas. <laughs> oh yeah, they had they made six hundred and sixty six pairs. There you go. Okay. Yep. For a thousand dollars each. Mm-hmm. And they're sold out. Oh, the the video is called Montero. Okay. Not Satan Shoes. <laughs> M O N T E R O. Okay. Wait. Let me change it. Montero. 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 No, it's the same. Oh, there it is. Yeah, this it. So wait, what's the name of the actual? Montero. M O N T E R O. Okay. Call me by your name. <laughs> wow, what a what a interesting opportunity to buy a pair of shoes. Yeah. So I did. I I watched a couple of things this week. I have a recommendation for you. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but if you haven't, you need to go find a movie called Spontaneous. Okay. Um, it's the main the main actress is the kid from Knives Out, the the young girl. Uh, not the housekeeper. No, not the housekeeper. The 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 daughter of one of the one of the oh okay so without spoiling it it's a movie it's it's part drama part comedy part sci-fi 
And basically there's this class of high school seniors that keep blowing up just nice spontaneously combusting. Nice. Um, it, there's a lot, it's, it's, it's written as a young adult movie. It's about like two kids falling in love and in the middle of Mm -hmm. it, like these people keep blowing up. It's, it's a fun film. I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, okay. Um, I got turned on to it from a podcast that I listened to and I was able to find, I was able to find it through means not on normal channels. Oh, okay. So um, it's not widely available. Well, it, you might, I think it's on encore maybe. Uh, and I think it's on prime for two 99. Okay. I mean, there's also, I thought it might be on one of those weird channels that you have. Uh, I have Epic. Is it, okay, you have Epic. So it is Sling. Da, 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 da. Okay, but what is it on? S- Come on. Come on, Internet. So, okay, it's on Epics. Oh, okay. It's it's available on Epics. So it's, it's Catherine Langford and Charlie Plummer are the two main kids. Okay. Um, the the way that they tell the story is kind of a unique approach to they do some flashbacks and they do some montages and things like that. Um, at one point they sequester the the rest of the class in like a government building and they're they're having to go through like um like counseling with one of the the doctors and it's all different like it's all the different stereotypes from high school where the one kid wants his lawyer and there's the moody chick that's like fuck you I'm not going to talk to you it's 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 really well done so I would say if if you get a chance watch it on epics mm, okay so um and then the other thing that I watched is I finally got around to watching in and of itself okay um I have read a lot online that there are people that love the the documentary and there are people that hate it. Mm-hmm. So before I tell you what I thought of it, where do you line up in those two camps? Um, I was very stressed out by it. Okay. The pacing was so slow <laughs> and the, the big trick at the end. Yeah is the same kind of shit that John Edwards and all those other shitty psychics use. Okay. Or he has an eidetic memory. Um, I found parts of it enjoyable. Okay. But so much of it seemed to be, um, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, the, finding the gold brick on the street corner on your way home and taking home the diary that everybody else has written in ahead of you. And um, I don't know if everything felt forced. I so it's so for anybody who hasn't seen it, it is a Broadway show that was it's the, the dude is a magician. And but he only does four tricks in the entire two hour movie. Right. But it's it's more it's more than that. It's, it is a, it's a look at self and self worth. And 
what you see as yourself may not be what other people see of you. Mm -hmm. And it's told through these stories and these different sections. Um, and one of the, one of the things he does is he sits down and he tells you like, it takes eight years to properly, properly learn how to hold a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. And then he proceeds to do card mechanics with it where doing false shuffles and showing you that just because it looks like you're dealing from the top of the deck, sometimes they're not. And that kind of stuff has always fascinated me. Mm-hmm. Um, being a fan of card magic and close up magic and those types of, of magicians seeing that up close is always a thrill. Like, I don't know if you ever saw the guy. There was a guy that was on Penn and Teller Fool Us that was a blind card mechanic. Yes. Yes. He, th- this is just as fascinating as, as that guy because that guy was okay. like, I'm doing tricks while doing it. But this guy was like, I used to cheat people out of money doing this. Right. And so he's kind of opening himself up. At one point, he's, he talks about his gay mother and how, mm-hmm. um, that it like he taught himself to lie about it, but everybody knew anyway and having to grow up with that and having to move and like, like kind of putting himself out there. The trick that he does with the envelopes Mm -hmm. blew my mind because I can't figure out how he would have gotten the information that he got. So I, I am going to say that is very similar to how psychics work today. Okay. When you buy a ticket to go see the Long Island Medium, she has a shitload of information on you just for your ticket purchase. But things things that come out, and maybe some of it's plants. Like it's a it's a Broadway show, so th- th- there could very well be people in the audience that he brings up that he knows and well did you notice all the celebrities at the end of the show yeah. who were standing up in the audience yeah so david blaine is there bill gates is there the, um the guy from the uh what's the fashion yeah thing? tim gunn tim gunn's there tim gunn is his there. mother's there and and it's from what i understand like this was not just a single performance that they shot right it was Can you multiple. imagine if it was Nobody normal would be allowed in the theater. They'd all be celebrities. <laughs> um, but there certain things, um, like there's the letter that the guy reads that he says a number at the end, and he was like, well, that's what, that's the shorthand our family uses for love you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how accessible some of that stuff is online, I guess. I don't know. In, in the moment, of watching it, it mm-hmm. kind of it kind of hit me really hard. Okay, um, because like you know you've lost a parent. You like I'd give mm-hmm. anything to go to a, a show and there be a, a letter written from my mother. Mm-hmm. Like like not that I believe in magic and know that it's all sleight of hand or like it's got to be set up somehow but like in the moment of actually sitting there watching it 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 kind of hit me harder than i ever expected it would and that was the intention right and and the self-identity thing at the end where 
these people have picked up cards of who they think they are. Right. And then he sits there and he picks them off one by one. Mm -hmm. And like Bill Gates is the leader and Tim Gunn, I think was like the helpful person. And at that point, like Tim Gunn cries Mm -hmm. and like, I know that there's a trick to that, but the self identity aspect of it and the fact that he was able to do that. And again, you like, it's a, it's an edited piece. So you don't know how much editing went into it. No. And it's a piece of theater. Right. But you know, in those moments, like watching it as a spectator, it got to me. And I know that that's what it's supposed to do. And I can see where it would stress you out and see where like, there, there's a ton of time where the guy's just kind of looking off stage mm-hmm. and getting to the next part. And there's that weird doll up in the f- top that is the Russian roulette doll from the story in the beginning. And it all ties around to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know it, watching it. And I can see why some people would say like, it's not very good or there's there are people who say like it's it moved me it seems to move a lot of people mm-hmm. um but it's a fascinating look at like self-identity and the point that he makes at the end is like i i am made up of everything you see but i'm also made up of everything you don't see and that you are you present yourself differently to different people mm-hmm. and there are a ton of different versions of you in the world because that's how people see you. Like yourself, your self identity is very subjective to the audience that you're presenting yourself to. So there is a different version of John that the people at work know you as, and there's a, there's a different version that I know you as, and there's a different version that the people that listen to this have of you. That's all you. It's just who you're presenting yourself to at the time mm-hmm. and I I just felt it was a kind of a cool way to show that the, the brick and all that kind of stuff I was like there's somebody backstage with a headset and a gold right. brick and they when they hear what streets the audience picks they run out the mm-hmm. back of the theater with the gold brick and they put it down right you know that kind of shit I, I get that from having worked in theater and getting you know knowing how that stuff works, but the, the main message I think is, is kind of a powerful one, even if the presentation of it isn't as great as it could be. Okay. I don't know. Um, I, I wanted more magic. Oh, absolutely. It It is definitely, um, it's it's definitely light on the magic um mm-hmm. but i don't know if that was necessarily his intention um yeah it's like i, I mean i'm sure he had help developing this whole concept and somebody may have said it's like you know you're really good at doing all this stuff but if you tell a really compelling story you don't need to do you know 90 minutes of magic right Right. And it's, it's definitely not, 
it's definitely not geared towards the magic enthusiast. It's, it's more Mm -hmm. of an art piece of, I want you to look into yourself and see yourself as you really are. And I'm going to do it by telling you about me. Mm -hmm. And, but is it really about him? I mean, he, he shares some stuff that if it's true is, is extremely personal. Sure. And I like, if it's true, the, the interviews that I've seen with him, since I've watched it seem he seems genuine but again he's a performer so how much of that is like mm-hmm. like actual things that happened to him and things that like yeah his mother might be gay but you know it might not have been a big deal but you know in the theater he's going to show you that it affected him so that you can look into yourself I don't know I mean it's I, I I'm very skeptical of how personal this whole thing was because I've heard stories of celebrities telling, you know, these tales of their, their, their childhood or whatever, and then finding out it was just made up. Eh, okay. I mean, I can see that. So I, I'm, I'm very skeptical. It, okay. it was enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it, it really had me on edge the whole time. <laughs> it was, it was very uncomfortable for me. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So I'm glad you liked it. I mean, I, and I could see, um, I don't know if you ever saw 1917, the, the war movie. Mm-hmm. No. It's all done in one shot. Okay. Through optical tricks, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was very stressed out during that. Like, okay. There's, there's a scene where um somebody dies and then the the one of the other people gets in a truck camera gets in the truck with them and normally you're sitting there and you're used to you know for a passage of time they do they do a cutaway to the truck convoy and then they might do another couple of shots and then they go back in well this stays in the truck the entire time Okay. And I was so stressed out as just as a video editor of like the cuts got to be coming. The cuts got to be coming. They can't stay in here forever. Like, where's the cut? Where's the cut? Like it stressed me out to the point where I was like, I, I don't know how much I'm enjoying this because my brain is so used to going, you know, the whole coverage thing of wide, medium, tight shot. You, you go out for a, um, a shot to break up the time. And then you go, you go back into another shot that like it was painful to watch at times just from the lack of editing. Mm -hmm. And so I can see how, like if you're, if you're wanting this to be more than what it is, you're expecting certain things and like, it just, Mm -hmm. it doesn't come. You're like, Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watched it, you know, because I enjoy magic and mm-hmm. it was directed by Frank Oz and it had all of these things that were so um, interesting to me. But in terms of um, the overall show, okay, I kind of wanted more. I mean, I mean, the stuff he does is really incredible. You know, that whole the thing at the very end of the show 
where you think you've been seeing something the whole time and then suddenly it was like totally wrong. You talking about the back wall? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess he succeeded in what he was trying to do in that, um, he created an atmosphere. He took full control of your emotions and your attention Mm -hmm. and he told a compelling story. Right. So those are all positives. You, I just, you just I, wanted more magic. I just wanted more magic. Okay. You know, I wanted somebody flying. I wanted, you know, live animals, <laughs> coin tricks. Well, there is a promise of an elephant that never shows up. There is. And did you see the elephant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, there's, there is a reference to it, but I mean, mm-hmm. the when it goes back, like, that's that's right around the part um where they do the the letter thing mm-hmm. and i saw i saw the letter the the elephant and then the letter thing got me to the point where like i totally forgot about the elephant like mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i mean it's 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 an interesting watch for anybody um who likes that kind of stuff? I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was an, it was an, I guess it was a Broadway show. Was it off Broadway? It was off Broadway. It was off Broadway. So, mm-hmm. um, apparently it was very well regarded at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, um, uh, what's his name? Colbert wanted, mm-hmm. wanted the dude to come on his show. And he said, not until you see it, because I don't want to discuss it if you hadn't seen it. Right. And so apparently Colbert was so blown away that he had a hand in producing, producing it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess, I guess the dude was like, called him and said, who do I, if I wanted to turn this into a documentary, who would I go to? And he was mm-hmm. like, let me do it. So he got involved and then I don't know how they found Frank Oz unless Frank, mm-hmm. Oz went and saw the show and then was like, this is incredible. Oh, I'm Let's sure that's something. what it was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't he just direct Knives Out? No, that's Ryan Johnson. No, that's Ryan Johnson. He was in, he, he was in Knives something. Out though. Yeah. But didn't he do something recently that he directed? I don't know. Oh, Frank Oz. Let's see. Best known for the Muppet show. Yes, we know. Uh, director. Uh, no, he he did in and of itself, and the thing before that was a documentary called Muppets Muppet Guys Talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was 2018, so he hasn't done anything recently. Okay. This documentary, though, with the Muppet Guys looks interesting yeah I haven't seen it no nope. I wonder where I can see it uh, 
apparently nowhere. Oh, you can buy it on MuppetGuysTalking.com. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. How convenient. <laughs> how convenient. But how much money do they want for it? Oh, 10 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No. Providing it's worth it. I'll have to watch the trailer and see. You get Frank Oz and Fran Brill and Jerry Nelson and Dave Golez. Goals. Goals. And Bill Beretta. Oh, that's all of them. Yeah. Want to see the voice of Pepe? <laughs> yeah. Count von Count. It's funny on the website they they list for Frank Oz Cookie Monster first. Like, well. Wasn't that his first character? Was it? I don't know. I, I I don't know the specifics of that. But I mean, you know Frank Oz is Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear first. Mm-hmm. And Sam Eagle. I don't know about the Muppets. You don't. No. They're these these fuzzy creatures. I know what they are. Oh, okay. Well, then that's all you need to know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. What did you think of Falcon and Winter Soldier this week? Um, I liked it again. Yeah. The the twist at the end, I was not expecting. Did you like Zemo dancing? Because that's a meme now. Is it? Of course it is. <laughs> yes. I, I feel like they've really fleshed out the Zemo character. When when they first announced that he was going to be involved in um, Civil War, uh, it was like, he's not a Baron. You're not going to see him in the, the mask. He's going to be a guy that's tied to Sokovia. And like it's like the real world version of Zemo. And everybody was like, well, that kind of is lame. Like, do a big bad guy. Put him in the, in the purple mask. And now that they have the TV and show, they're now, like, hey, we can do the purple mask. Right. And so, like, and he's a baron again, and his family's rich, and, like, he's got a butler and a airplane, so he's, like, evil Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, you know. So, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting the way that they flesh out all this stuff now. Yeah. Now that they can. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's still well done. Mm-hmm. We've got how many episodes was this? This was number three, so there's only three left. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you know the answers need to start coming quickly. Yeah, because I'm still not quite sure what the bad guys want. So the flag smasher group mm-hmm. is stealing food for for people in need, and the the main chick the the Enfys nest chick is basically killing people because that's the only way that the government will listen i guess um but they stole the super soldier serum from the the power broker i guess that's 
what they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the power broker is looking for them, and there's some speculation that when the new Captain America showed up on the truck top, he was not there to help Sam and Bucky, but rather get the super soldier serum for himself. And that okay. there's an ulterior motive behind the new Captain America. And that by the end, him and Battlestar will both have super soldier serum pumped into them. Mm. Um, and, you know, they don't have to get jacked because the whole conceit of the new version of the serum is that it doesn't. It gives you super speed and super strength, but it doesn't augment your body in any way. Right. So you still look the same. You're just you have mm-hmm. all the attributes of Captain America. Right. So. Um. I like I I truly like the the chemistry between Bucky and Sam. Um, yeah, I I've said this before. I was never a huge fan of of Anthony Mackie, um, but I really enjoy him in this in this series. I think the thing where he okay. had to drink the the drink with the, the snake the shot. Yeah, was some really good acting on his behalf. Although why he wouldn't shut off his phone when he goes into the secret lair of who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the whole plot convenience of like, Hey, there's my sister calls at the wrong time and blows my cover, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is a little weird, but I mean, that's all plot armor for, you know, advancing the story and getting Sharon into right. the, mm-hmm. into the thing. Right. Um, but I, I still like it. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I like it. Going. I don't know if I like it as much as I liked, uh, WandaVision. Okay. I like the uniqueness of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It was different from everything that Marvel had done. And this is a straight up just Marvel. This is a six hour Marvel movie based around two characters. Right. You know, there's that weird, like, is Sharon bad now? Is she the power broker? Is She seems to have a really nice place where she's got guards with guns. And right. she's got a driver all of a sudden, you know. I don't I don't think they would do that to the Sharon Carter character, but who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you watched any of... Um, Robert Kirkman from The Walking Dead has an animated show on um, Prime called Invincible. I haven't watched it yet, no. I would recommend it. Okay. It's really well done. And it's it's like the adult version of, of superheroes. Okay. And um, it's got... Steven Yun from Walking Dead, who's just yep. uh, has an Academy Award nomination now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got J.K. Simmons in it. Um, okay. It's got a really incredible cast. Mark Hamill's in it, and Seth Rogen is in it, and like a whole bunch of like you look at the voice cast and you're like, wow, okay, that's that's some pretty hefty stuff. Mm. Um, but I think you would enjoy it. At least give the first give the first episode a watch. They're long. They're like forty eight minutes. Oh, wow. It's, it's okay. not like a half an hour cartoon, um, but you have to stay through the credits of the first episode. 
That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But I think you should watch it. And I did not watch Superman and Lois. I totally forgot about it. You, oh, I thought you were going to say you gave up on it. No, well, I'm... So as I watch them, I get less and less enthused to go track it down on CW.com. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the week just got away from me, and I was going to watch it yesterday and wound up doing a whole bunch of shit outside, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, okay. It, was it any good? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, it was really forgettable. Okay. Fair enough. Was this, did you see the one where they, where the older son gets drunk? Yes. That was last week. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what this week was about. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sad, man. That's sad for the show. Uh, apparently, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, there was there not one this week? Oh, you know, maybe not. Didn't they shut down because somebody got COVID? I don't know. Maybe that's why I can't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so. Uh, on Internet Movie Database, it's got the 23rd of March, 2021 for something called the Best of Smallville, which is the Harvest Fest one. And then the next one isn't slated until May 18th. And that's called Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm. Now I'm kind of remembering that there was <laughs> something. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, fair enough. I can I can see it being that forgettable because there there truly is like the things that throw me in like the last couple of ones that we we reviewed I've had to write down stuff um, on a piece of paper so that I would remember them mm-hmm. to mention like some of the god awful things that I've seen or some of the things that I liked <laughs> okay um, just you know so I I, I can imagine. Was there a new Batwoman? Have you given up on that? Um, there was a new Batwoman. <laughs> uh, let's see. Batwoman hunts down Black Mask, who has taken Angelique prisoner. Does that sound familiar? That yeah, was, Angelique was, the was her of ex-girlfriend. Okay. That was last week then. Then there's not a new one until what's today? Until the next week. Four. The eleventh. Okay. And there's uh, only two episodes after that? One episode after that, according to Internet Movie Database. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate this is, but there's an episode called Time Off for Good Behavior, and then there's an episode called Arrive Alive. Sounds like a um, Walking Dead episode. 
speaking of that, I watched. So did we talk about the, the, the added episodes for this season? I added know, episodes I, from for walking dead. Who? No. So they, they've done, they, when the pandemic happened and they announced that they were going to do six extra episodes for this season before they went into the final season. Okay. And they have been these lame hour long episodes where it's two characters. They're never standing near each other. Like there's no, you can tell that like they've been shot in COVID and, um, I guess they wanted to give people work. And so they wrote these episodes, but none of them are very good. Mm. And they ended it with a, an episode of like Negan's backstory and how he became, how he became. And I was like, this is a, an episode that did not need to exist. (laughs) Like, I don't care how he got to be, how he was. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't know. I, there's no way I'm watching. I will watch the last season because I'm this involved in it. Right. But I'm not, I'm not going to watch any of the spinoffs. I can't. No, you've just given up. Yeah. I mean, it's painful to, to drag my ass through these episodes. Fortunately, like the, the cheapest way to get just AMC was AMC plus. Okay. And if you have AMC plus the new walking dead episodes come out on Thursday instead of Sunday. So mm. it's not like on Sunday night you have to go down like, you know, it's almost nine o'clock. You like you can just turn it on whenever the hell you want. So this made it easier, but the episodes are just fucking terrible. Oh, OK. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the end. <laughs> Where Rick shows up and it's all been a dream and there's a big musical number. Well, you know, it's it's they the problem that they have is that they announced the fact that there's going to be a Daryl and Carol centric TV show. So there's yeah. no situation that you, that you can put them in where I feel that they're in jeopardy. It's the same problem you have with prequels. Like if you've seen the other movies and you know, these characters are in them, nothing's going to happen to them in the prequels. Mm-hmm. So nothing like there's there. Now they're in a situation where they're running away from, from zombies and they're locked in a room and oh no, there's no way out. Nothing's going to happen to them. Like you can't like, it's, it's not like those episodes when they were hunting Negan down where the entire soundtrack was just like the sound of a beating heart or whatever it was. And like, it was all tense because you didn't know who was going to live and who was going to die. Okay. Like that was good television. This is just all like filler. Yeah, you know, it's like they they didn't know when to get out on top. No, no, and like now they're spinning it off into a bunch of other shows, and um, there's going to be movies and all this stuff, and it's like it's too late. It's way too late for this. Like it just it doesn't have the the pulling power than it that it used to. So, don't even try. You've been watching anything else? Um, no, no. <laughs> I think that's kind of it. Okay. All right, fine. We can end the show here. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. I can't Whatever. think of anything else to report. 
Okay. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Wear a mask.